Welcome back, listeners. We are back for another Motivation Monday. Hey, Enoch, how's it going? I'm doing good. How's everything going with you? So good. So good. Can you believe we're already at the end of September or end of August? I know. Like, and I'm kind of in a really good space because me and my wife had ended the summer with a bang right before school started. We went to Jamaica. We got some time to relax. The kids are back home now. They were in New York for a month and a half. So now we're kind of getting back in the swing of things, building back routines. So school's about to start. So it's getting kind of hectic right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You know, and you know, it's interesting because like I'm seeing a lot of transition and change as well. Like you see a lot of um, families, you know, are sending their kids to university. A lot of kids are kind of moving into that new area of school. Yeah. I hear that your little girl is about to start school. Yes, she is starting pre-K and I'm just like, time flies so quickly and I don't know how I feel because it's like, she's going to school, she's not going to be, I can't just, you know, just be the helicopter anymore. (laughs) So it's like, I've I've been used to it, my son, he's going to first grade, so we had orientation for him. She's always there with us, just watching him go through everything, so now it's going to be her first time going to orientation and meeting a teacher and meeting other students. So this is going to be interesting. I'm really curious to know how she's going to handle it because I think it's important too to understand the mindset. It's, it's hard to understand a mindset, but go in the mind of a child because they're going to, as adults, we have our situations where we're like have anxiety of certain things that's happening. Mm-hmm. But in little kids, I think they have their own little version of that like of going to school and the excitement and not knowing what's going to happen. So I'm curious to kind of just watch her and see how she reacts to it and how she deals with it. Yeah. You know, I, I remember when Ruth started school, she was so excited and at the mm-hmm. same time, absolutely hated it. Like she was not a fan of school <laughs> at all. She, Ruth was really big, a big fan of like socializing and um, uh-huh. activities like, yeah. you know, and, and I remember she came home, uh, I think it was her first day of grade one and they had like put out the sign up sheet for like run club and all these things, but they didn't let the kids join until grade two. And she was just so ticked <laughs> off. Like she came home and she was just like, they won't let me join run club, mom. And I was just like, oh, sorry. Like. Nothing I can do. I, it's so funny because when when we take her to my son's uh, orientation, she's like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. I wonder if she's going to have that same mindset when we drop her off. And she's like, oh, I'm happy to be here. I, I really want to know how she's going to react to it. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, like, has she gone to, like, preschool and stuff like that? Has she had that level she's of got, structure? She's done daycare, but not yeah. actual school. So this mm-hmm. is, like, her first. She knows the setting because of her brother. So yeah. she's been in the classroom. She's walked around. Teachers say, hey, go have fun. Let them play while they're in class. But this is the first time we're just literally just dropping her off and leaving. And I think she might even teach me that I can teach the listeners. Like, I'm curious to see how she handles it because that's going to be a new level for her. Mm-hmm. And I think as adults, as we try to maneuver through life and different changes happen we tend to curl up in a ball and don't actually really go forward and go go forward with confidence so i'm really i'm i'm kind of excited about that 
Well, and my my question is, how are you and her mom going to do after both of the kids are in school? I mean, like, you guys have sent them away from New York to New York yeah. for six weeks, right? I mean, like, it's not like you guys are like these crazy helicopter parents. But, you know, I think that there's there's an element of, like, us staying motivated to keep our mm-hmm. kids motivated, even when we're yeah. feeling a level of fear. And so, like, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Because I know, like, for me, I, I am just, I try and be as brave as possible, I think. Yeah. And, yeah. and. Because I know that I'm kind of the weather vane. What mm-hmm. I do in the household as kind of the leader in the household, where my attitude goes, everybody else follows. Exactly. And so if, if I get worried and I am showing a lot of anxiety or, uh, you know, and, and that's that's hard because it's yeah. like, how do I get my opportunity to be vulnerable and taken care of? But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's mm-hmm. like, I want to be able to take care of my family and not have the girls stress over me, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's important as adults to don't, pass out fears to our children like you're gonna have children that are going to school new grade maybe new school i think it's important to just feed them with confidence Mm. because even though you may be nervous don't pass that on to them because they can sense it yeah if they feel that you're scared that they're going to school if they feel like you're nervous about it it's not gonna help them but just encourage them like, oh, it's just going to be so exciting. You're going to learn so, so much new things and help them have a mindset early of, oh, when things are new, when things are changing, I have to go for it. I can't mm-hmm. be afraid. I can't be timid because we can build a timid mindset in our children if mm-hmm. we don't kind of push them and let them like, oh, this is your level now. This is a smaller level than what mommy and daddy is, but this is your level. You have to attack this. Life starts now. So I have to let you out there. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that there's an element of, you know, us wanting to be and needing to be uncomfortable. Like growth happens in the space of discomfort. And so I think that like when we look at fear and we look at anxiety, like Mm -hmm. in my world, anxiety is cured by action, right? So I go out and I do something, you know, so thinking about something and it it becomes larger than life and then you go and you do it and you're like, oh, well, that wasn't that bad. It wasn't that scary. But but at the same time, sometimes it is scary and sometimes it is uncomfortable. And that Mm -hmm. that space of discomfort, I think is a beautiful spot. And I think it's our responsibility as parents and community leaders to, to, to invite people to lean in on that. And it's okay. Let them know, like, it's okay that you're a little scared right now. Yeah, it's okay. Like, I don't think we stress that enough. Like, it's okay to acknowledge what you're feeling. The key is don't let that cripple you. Like, you got to keep going, even Mm -hmm. in the midst of fear. You got to keep going, even in the midst of scared. I don't know what's going to happen. But acknowledge that feeling and say, okay, I'm here. Let me be here. Let me be present. Let me actually go for it. And I think also as we going to this new season and school starting everything i think it's important as as people to not we tend to drive ourselves a little crazy during this time (laughs) running around doing this doing that remember to take a breath and just sit for a second like okay i got this i gotta do i got this let me just do what the next thing is because i remember when my son first started school we were like running around trying to figure out, wait, what you need snacks for this. And then it was like, it took a second. I was like, yo, we need to just chill. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay break. to just chill, you know, like don't go so crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was, I was talking to a mom here in our community and she's got four kids and mm. she had, I said to her, she's like, how do you, how do you keep it together? Cause you know, I mean, we're a busy family. Right. And I said to yeah. her, 
I make a list. Like when I get anxiety or I feel overwhelmed, I guess, with what I have to achieve, I, I sit down and I write a list. And the first thing I put on the list is write a list. And then when I finish writing my <laughs> list, I cross it off because then I am accomplished. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's good. You know, I think I think that's important to do because we get so like and I get it like there's going to be times where it just seems like it's just so much going on. And sometimes it's so hard to get a hand on everything that's going on. But if you really think about all your challenges that you've made it through, you're like you look back and you're like, why was I even stressing over that? Like it was it was not that big of a deal. But in the moment. You're so consumed with everything that's going on around you. But if you just take a second and just step back and just breathe, like the worst thing is when you're late to go somewhere mm-hmm. and you're trying to grab your keys, you're trying to grab your, you forget to do this, you run it. And then it's like, I'm already late. I'm making myself later by trying to do everything, grab the phone, food, shoes all at once. The minute you take a second, and actually, okay, let me get my keys. Let me it everything just starts to go a little smoother. And for some reason, you don't seem as late anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's hard in the moment when you're late to go somewhere. You're trying to grab everything so you can go. But sometimes if you just do one step after the other, things will start to kind of clean up for you. You know, it's funny you say that. I was uh, traveling this week for work, and mm-hmm. I was—I I had to get up and go do cardio in the in the hotel, and then I had to come upstairs. And I bring my own cooktop, like I break all the rules. I bring my own induction stovetop, and I make my hot <laughs> breakfast in the hotel room. I'm—I'm I'm very dieted down. I need yeah. some food, right? And so. So I'm in there and I get all this stuff done, but then I've got to pack and then I've got to get myself showered and I got to get myself ready to go. And then I have a client meeting at 830 in the morning. And so it's like I'm up and I I found myself just in this panic where I was like, okay, I got to do this and this and this. Exactly what you just said. And I hit the stop button and I went, Mm -hmm. stop, Catherine. Do one thing at a time. Finish one thing and then go to the next. And the second that I gave myself that little pep talk, and literally this was just yesterday morning at like – at like 7:45, right? Wow. And you know, so I just like that really it sits with me because I think that, you know, we have routines, we have um you know, ways that we do things. And if you don't, listeners, I strongly suggest oh, yeah. you create one because I think, mm-hmm. you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? Yep. And so if you create a routine where you get up and you do the same things in the same sequence in mm-hmm. a time frame that makes sense, then yeah. the chaos goes away. Like I mean, yeah. Ruth, I used to wake her up at like six o'clock in the morning and we wouldn't have to leave until eight. Uh, But she is the kind of kid now where she gets up in the morning before work for most days. Some days I'm sure are not like this, but um, she'll get up and she'll have a cup of coffee and she'll sit in bed and read whatever she wants to read and get caught up before she jumps online. Right. And I just think like that's such a powerful way to be able to drive yourself through life with some level of like consistency. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important because I, so all summer, my kids have been sleeping all times of night and waking up all times of day. But now that we're back in routine, every day since they've been home, I've been cutting down the time shorter and shorter for them to go to sleep so that they know like, hey, when school starts, this is the cutoff time. This is bedtime. So now for the past couple of days, they've been starting to almost wake up at the time I, I need them to so that we're not late for, for school. And now once Monday comes, 
and there it's time to wake up for school. Now they already have the mindset like, okay, I'm ready to go instead of automatically just cut off. Hey, you're going to sleep early when school they're going to be in school groggy. Like I'm, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah. I think it starts at home where you build that routine at home. So now they know, okay, I wake up, go brush my teeth, go wash this, do that and get ready for school. So now they already have that preparation for the day now but now just imagine the opposite side they go to they've been sleeping late all all summer and then the first day of school you wake them up early try to get them ready it's their first day of school new teacher new class they're already going in there with the mindset like this is chaotic yeah and then you get a call from the teacher saying um your child is almost in a panic right now can you come back and pick them up and it's because you didn't prepare them for it Mm -hmm. so i think we have to have that mindset like, yo, as adults, the same way we prepare, we have to prepare our children as well. I, I agree 100 percent. And so that kind of uh, it kind of makes me think about some of the school touring that you do. Do you have like some school tours lined up to to kick September off and and get into the schools and motivate some little humans? That's that's funny you ask. For the past two days, I've been sending emails back and forth like it's really about to start getting rolling. I've been sending emails from. Eight o'clock this morning until one p.m. Wow! And it's it's a grind right now, yeah. but I know like this is it's worth something, mm-hmm. you know. And I look forward to this year of just trying to empower as much children and students as much as I can because I know they need it. I know the struggles that they go go through. I have a bunch of new cases that just added um, for my social work where bunch of new students that are going to a new school and on their first day of school, I have to pick them up so they can have visitation with their biological parent. And it's like, just imagine having to deal with that too as a student and like nobody really understands what's going on. So it's like, I understand like this is time consuming, but on the other side of it, it'll be worth it once Mm -hmm. I'm able to get back into schools and really help these kids and let them know like they are value and they they are here for a reason you know mm-hmm. and i think it's so important right like i mean for us we're at a different stage of life right you've got little mm-hmm. ones kindergarten pre-k yeah. and grade one i've yeah. got i've got a i've got a young lady who graduated from high school and has her sights set finally on uh, on a track where she wants to go and i think it's great mm-hmm. like she actually took um, a full year and and then some to try and figure out where she wants to go and Good i mean move. We look at like we look at like I don't know a couple maybe three or four of her friends who mm-hmm. dropped a bunch of coin to do something that they no longer want to do or they didn't find it to be as lucrative or they yep. weren't as good in it as they thought they would be and mm-hmm. so now they're they're changing directions and all I could think was you know I'm really glad and super proud of her because it's not easy when everybody else is going <sighs> away and you're staying at home and you're yeah. working for your mom and mm-hmm. you know I mean let me tell you I'm a very good boss and she makes a very good. <laughs> paycheck. So no complaints there. But, you know, it, it's it's hard because we look at this and we go, I feel like I'm missing out. I'm not doing what yeah. everybody else is doing. And and it and this is where I think, you know, we we talk about breaking away from the pack as well, right? Mm-hmm. When we shift gears and we look at those university level students and yeah. the 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 trials and the things that they're about to go through, like some mm-hmm. of these kids are leaving home for the very first time and they've never lived on their own. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny you say that because my little cousin who just turned 19, she took a year off after high school too when she graduated. And she had that FOMO, that fear yeah. of missing out, like all oh, my friends are in school, what about me? 
But I'm like, just give it time, work, figure out what you want to do. And through working, she was able to buy her first car. And mm-hmm. now she just now started um, school this year. And the first day of uh, college, she was leaving and she started crying. And I'm like, wow. And I'm like, see, you're crying now. Just imagine before. She was like, yeah, I definitely wasn't prepared before. She was yeah. like, now I'm prepared, but I'm st- I still have this little nervousness about it. So I'm like, you see, you took time. and You know what you're going to do now instead of you would have walked into it blind not knowing what you wanted to do, would have wasted a whole year not doing anything. And now she actually has a direction of knowing where she wants to go. So I think she's doing better now. She's been going to her classes. And I think it it, it worked out for the better for her for taking the year off to just learn who she is and grow. Well, I think that that's a huge piece, right? Like I didn't go to university right out. Actually, I did most of my education through my 30s and even in the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Like, but I don't learn the same way as other people, right? And exactly. so that's the other thing is like, I think that we're raised to believe that there's just this track and this path that we have to jump on and we have to yep. be a part of it. And mm-hmm. that is not the reality. I think, you know, I, I always tell people, I wake up and I do this really great thing called whatever I want every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, awesome. I, I feel like that's the goal. <laughs> Right. You know, but but I know people who've gone and they've put all of this time into school and they're very smart and they have a lot of student debt and they're in a job that while they might be well compensated for, they're not passionate about it. Right. They don't wake up with a zest for life every single day looking to go out and do the best work. They get up and they do a good job, you know, but they don't get up and they, you know, for me, I wake up every morning and the first thing I say to myself is, boy, it's a good day to be alive. I wonder what time my first meeting is. Do I get to sit with Enoch today? How good is this? (laughs) Exactly. And that's the beauty. And I feel like so many people are missing out on that. And it would just I feel like not even it would cut depression and anxiety by 95% if people knew what that felt like to just actually mm-hmm. go towards your purpose and wake up knowing like oh I get to do something that I love I'm not doing something because I have to this is actually what I want to do mm-hmm. and I find joy in it and I find purpose in it and I think that's just our goal is just to kind of help people understand what that feels like and yeah. give people the motivation to know like, hey, you can actually go for something. If you believe in yourself, if you do the necessary changes, if you work on yourself, work on your character, do the tough work, grind, work on you, you can actually start doing things that you actually love in this world. Well, and I I agree. And I think that people... They they really ham tie themselves. And it's this mm-hmm. mindset of I can't as opposed to I can. Literally, yeah. everything we do in a day is a choice. Everything yeah. from waking up on time to getting out the door on time to showing up at work. It's all a choice. Yes, there are consequences should you choose not to do those things. Like you, yeah. your teeth fall out, you lose your job. <laughs> but but the thing is, is that you, you genuinely have the choice in how you want to do anything. And I, I get that, you know, not everybody has the same level of autonomy as you or I yeah. in our roles yeah but 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 we've designed our lives to be that way and so 
we've earned that right. And I think that it's just a matter of getting up and feeling consistently motivated from an Mm -hmm. internal drive. And is every day a great day? No. Do I want to do cardio every day? Absolutely not. Do I want to sit at my computer for eight hours every single day for five days a week? No. But you know what? I don't. I go out into the field and I I choose the clients I want to work with, right? Yeah. It's all a choice. Yeah. And and when, when you realize you get to use your gift to help other people, like it doesn't feel like a job. Not at like all. it just feels like you get to give back to the world. Like I just I just dropped my um my motivational album what was that, I think like a week ago where I'm just I'm just motivating people through through music. Like I'm just speaking over a tune and just helping people like motivating them, giving them something that they can actually put in their ear all the time where they're they're going somewhere or doing anything. And I like I felt really good about it because now I can give people something that they can actually use, whether they're at the gym or they're going in the car and they wake up in the morning and they're driving and it's like, oh, I don't know what this day is about to be like. And you could put this on and it's like, you know what? It's going to be a, it's going to be OK today. I can do it. I can push. And I think that's that's what life is about. I love it. So if we were to leave our listeners with one piece of advice on getting started and getting back into real life, because here we are, mm-hmm. it's September 4th, and, or, yeah, it's holy crap, it's September 4th. <laughs> I can't believe it. So, I mean, yeah. okay, so we're going to drop this, and everybody's going to be on Labor Day. And <laughs> so what are we telling That's people to, to sort themselves out and get ready to get back into this into this system? Honestly, I think the biggest thing is just embrace new prepare yourself for for whatever may happen because something's going to happen try to take a breath in the midst of the chaos and just walk through it sometimes there's going to be moments in life where you need to run but when you're when things are all over the place sometimes it's good to just walk through it be patient take a breath when needed and just embrace everything that comes your way. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> uh, feeling is so mutual. Well, listeners, those are the words of wisdom from my dear friend Enoch Maurice. And we wish you a very happy September. Welcome to the new. Embrace it. As always, if there's any content you'd like to see us feature, any questions you have for us, reach out. A cost doesn't call a thing. A call, oh my God. A call doesn't cost a thing. Ha 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 ha!